0: what's happening peoples welcome to the tipping point podcast i myself am your host the prodigal son i hope i can say something today that will inspire you guide you or some way let you know that everything's gonna be all right what's going on y'all the tipping point podcast today i want to start off talking about the prodigal son and the crazy part about it is this part of the bible is when jesus is really in the meat and potatoes of his ministry where he's talking about Every like all his parables, he's putting together and, and letting folks know their true selves and everything. But the the main part I like about this story is when he first starts out, he gives three different stories, and it's all about how everybody matters. Like no one person is more important than the other. So the first one he tells about the, uh, the woman who loses a coin, and she's looking everywhere and searching on everything, sweeping and trying to clean up and everything, trying to get everything ordered to find that one coin she lost. Which I think. Uh, goes back to the fact that how we got to sometimes get our house in order, get our lives in order to try to figure out what's really important to us in life. The second story goes on, and they're all short stories, and I guess that's why I focus more on the parable, son, because it's more of a long one than the other three. But the second one was about a man who loses his sheep, and he, he, loses, he has 99, but he loses the one. And he's like, man, I have to find this one sheep. And when he finds it, he comes back and throws a party and celebrates and everything, which shows the significance of each one person in your life. Like, And that's not saying that you should just keep people who are toxic and all that stuff, but people who really matter in your life, people who are, are contributing. I know how rough that sounds, but I think we get so caught up on just making sure that trying to shoulder the burden of everybody in our life that we forget that some people are just taking from the table. Some people are, are takers and not really givers. Some people are not really trying to make sure that that uh they're giving as much as they're taking. Like, you know, I think I always try to in in whatever relationship I have in life I try to leave more on the table than I take away from it. Uh, you know, oftentimes you're not gonna be the financial person or or maybe just a spiritual person. It's different phase in everybody's life that we, we do, but I think for the most part you should always be giving something to somebody in life, often more than you take. Sometimes you're going to have to be the taker, in there, but I think a lot of times we can be the giver and then we just choose to be the taker. So you have people in your life who are just taking, 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 you know, I mean, I'm not, I don't tell people who to keep and who to, to to stop associating with, but I think you, through prayer and just through uh, paying attention to how people affect your life, you can tell who needs to stay and who needs to kind of be, you know, kind of be, uh, I guess, prioritized or set in their own kind of category. You know, you got some people you just talk to when you want to laugh, some people you want to talk to when you need to vent. You know, it's nothing. I don't think it's a problem with categorizing people in life because I think you can't, if it's the person who's going to hype you up when you really need to be calmed down, you shouldn't talk to that person when you need to be calmed down. And, you know, if it's a person who all they want to do is talk, then, of course, you wouldn't call them when you need to vent. So, you know, you just you have to understand what people mean in your life. But the final story is um, The Prodigal Son. And why I love The Prodigal Son so much is because this is when the son comes to his dad and says, I want everything that is sold to me pretty much. Like, give me give me my inheritance now because I'm ready to go live this life, which is something that we all do. We've all got to that point where we're like, man, I'm just ready. Whether it's just moving out, whether it's going out to college, whatever. You know what I mean? We get to that point in life where we're just like, man, I'm ready to live life. I'm tired of being told what to do, how to do it and all that. I just want to live my life the way I want to live it. And all, <laughs> most of the time, it don't work out the way we think it is. But you know, that's the part of growing up, and that's the, uh, the the testimony where you gain your testimony where, and that's where he often he really got his there when he went off and he went and spent his money on prostitutes and partying. But it's what he wanted to do. He lived his life and he made his mistakes, and he it got so bad for him that he ended up well, he was broke because a famine came on the land. But and that just goes to show you even in the midst of you doing your wrong, God still came along and blessed him with somebody who uh gave him a job. Even it was working in a pig pen and he was still starting, he was still doing bad a pig pen. But imagine if you're doing bad, the only job you could find working in a pig pen and this is the bottom of the bucket. Imagine how bad he would have been if he hadn't got that job. So you know what I mean? We we, we, we you gotta think about it when you like Man, this could be so much worse. Like, yeah, you got such and such. You might have lost your job. but Whatever you got going on in life. You know, I don't want to put preface on what's going on in people's lives. But think about that. It could be so much worse. Like, we get so bogged down and tore down because we in a bad situation in life. But think about it. It could be so much worse. Somebody, instead of just them being sick, they could have died. Instead of you just being sick, you could have died. Instead of losing that job, you could be in jail. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's so many other things that could be going on to make the situation even worse. But, and that's why I think it's good to focus on the 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 brighter side of the of the, the, the story, the silver lining and everything, you know. So he, he goes to the point where he's just working in the pig pen, and then he just looks up, and I guess he has his, uh, his come to God mode, what they call it, come to Jesus mode, where he was like, man, I'm sitting here working in a pig pen. My dad is, might as well be a king. He's rich. He's got everything. Well, he's, even the servants. <laughs> Even the servants are doing better than me, man. Like, what was I thinking leaving leaving my dad? And that just goes, like, what was you thinking when you turned your back on God? What were you thinking when you stopped praying? What were you thinking when you stopped having faith? Because things were so much better when you're walking with God than when you're walking away from God. Like, your life can be so much worse. And we just get... We don't like when God tells us no. We hate that. We hate when God says, no, you can't have this or no, you can't do that. But you don't even look, God, you're looking at today or tomorrow, or next week, maybe next month, even next year. God's looking like five, ten years down the road at how great he's going to make you. But you have to follow the path and stay on the course and trust the process. We don't want to learn the things that God has set for us to learn. We don't want to do the things God has set for us to do. We got people in our life or people that we come across that God wants us to know certain things and be able to do certain things, to teach them certain things. But we have to be willing to, to go when God says, go and walk when, you know, do the things that God's asking us to do. But the crazy part, so he's sitting there he comes to, he comes to realization that, man, I just need to go home. So he goes home. It's saying, Dad is waiting on me, And that's how God is. I promise that's how I feel like God. God is always just waiting on us. Like, waiting on us to get together. Waiting on us to stop being fools, Waiting on us to stop sin. Waiting on us to stop mistreating the right people in our life. Waiting on us just to do what what our purpose is. I think God is just sitting there like, come on, man. Get it together. Get it together. Get it together. And then we finally get it together. God standing there waiting on us like, all right, come on. I'm ready for you. I'm, I'm here waiting. I'm ready to give you these blessings and these miracles in your life. So, so he comes walking up, and then the dad is, like, already, like, like it's like he almost had intuition. Like, he knew he was coming. Like, the dad's already sitting there watching, like, oh, my son, he's back. He's finally here. So when he comes, he tells the service, go get the fattest pig, I mean, the fattest sheep. We're going to party. Like, my son is back. He, he came he came, to, he came. to his senses. Like he, came, he finally got together. Which is what so many parents wish for for their kids. When you see a kid going wrong, going down the wrong road, just making mistakes, just doing what kids do. You're like, man, please, God, please, God, help them get together. Please don't let them make the same mistakes I made. Because that's what every parent's dream is, to, to to shield their kid away from making mistakes that they made. So it's like, man, so he sees them come, he throws apart, it's going down. They're having a good time, the son is back, he just hugs them. Man, don't worry about what you've done. I want. I'm proud of what you're doing. Like you came back, you got your mind right. I know you understand now what life is all about. The brother finds out. You know, it's got to be somebody on the backside of saying why. Why do they forgive you? Why do they keep winning? Like why? Why is their life so much better? What they think is so much better than theirs? You know what I mean? Oh, the brother. The brother's like, man, what's going on? The servant's like, man, your brother back, man. They throwing a party. They killed the fat sheep man. The brother like, huh? Like man, I'd have been here working hard, doing whatever my dad asked me to do, and you ain't never did this for me. But it's, so he goes, so he don't even want to go to the party. He's like, man, I ain't doing none of that. So the daddy come hollering. I'm like, man, what's the problem? Like he's like, man, you ain't never did this for me, and man, I'd have been, i stood by you. Like he went and wasted all your money on prostitutes and partying. I'm here doing what's right. Why can't? Why you not doing this for me? And I think that's what we go wrong with, with our journey where, you know, some people, and, and there's nothing wrong with some people who stay right on the path God has for them and God bless them along the way. They had their trials and, and stuff they go through, but God just keeps on blessing because they keep on doing what God asking them to do. They're doing their purpose of life. They have an understanding on life. But and sometimes you get caught up saying, I'm trying to be right and i'm doing right why why does bad things happen me like we don't expect bad things to happen when we're doing right but see god just keep on keep on trying to make us this perfect almost perfect thing like he keeps like you know they say diamonds are made by pressure you have to keep on pressing us gold is made by fire like you have to keep on getting Put in something because it keeps making you a better person. It keeps making you a better child of God. It keeps making you more faithful. You more understanding. So when you do come across somebody who's going through the midst of this storm, you can be like, hey, I've been through this I know what you're going through like I've had a time when I had this I couldn't talk to nobody but God so these are the reasons why you go through your things so when you come across your situation uh, your, your time to testify to somebody or give your testimony to somebody you can get, give them and this is not scripture you quote this is real life stuff they all tell everybody you, folks can read the Bible they can see the Bible but they don't really understand the Bible. Folks can see you. They can read you. They can feel you. They can feel your story. Like when you tell your testimony, they, they see the tears in your eyes. They see the goosebumps you get when you tell how great God has been to you and what God has brought you through. So these are the reasons why we go through our storm just so we can be able to testify about the things we've been through to somebody else because everybody's not going to read the Bible. I heard a minister say one time, he said, man, people read three versions of the Bible. They read the Old Testament, the New Testament, and the Christian." And if you don't want to uh, put labels on Christians or whatever, just people of God. People people who know God, who've experienced God, who are walking with God. These are the Bibles that people will read. People, some people will just talk to you about who God is to you and how you can explain who God is to you. See, the Bible tells different versions of God. The Bible is a book of relationships with God, I mean, however you want to look at it. But the son is mad because the dad is like partying for this this guy who he's like, man, dude, you don't deserve nothing. You like the problem. You're the problem. I'm the solution. You're the problem. That's how the brother's feeling. But the dad's like, man, your brother was lost and now he's found. Like you should be happy. Like to somebody changed, some from somebody experienced a level of success. Like he succeeded. He beat his demons. He beat te, uh, uh uh temptation. He he conquered all this. Like yeah, he had to get to the bottom, but to have the realization to know where you need to go in. Like like humble. Humility is the best thing you can ever have in life. And he experienced, he got the piece of humility that he needed to succeed. He got that piece of humility he needed to grow, to become what he needed to be for his dad, for his brother, and for his future family. So he needed that. He needed to get so low that God was the only one that could pull him out. So the dad's explained to the brother, like, man, you always with me. You always have everything I have. Like, don't worry about that. Like, you're going to be blessed. You've been blessed. You're going to continue to be blessed. Because, see, the brother's just saying that you're throwing a party for him. Now he's back. Like, the brother don't know what he's been through. Like, the brother don't know what all the, his brother has experienced. All he knows is you don't win a party and waste all your money. Now you come back and we throwing a party. And, see, and that's why I try to instruct folks before we judge somebody. You never judge somebody until you know their circumstances. Like, and really you should never judge at all. But I think it gives you a better ability to assess the situation when you know what they've been through and what they're going through. So, see, if he knew that, man, like, yeah, I went and part, and I had a good time out there. But, man, when it got bad, it got rough, man. Like, it got bad, bro. Like, I was, like, shoveling pig poop and feeding animals. And, like, man, I was almost ready to eat this pig's food. I was so broke, man. Like, that's 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 how low he got to where he was, like, a almost a prince. And he got so low to where he was ready to eat pig's food you yeah, I understand the level of humility he felt, like the level of humbling God put on him. So, and that's why the, the dad's trying to stand like, man, look, just relax, man. You don't even know what he's been through. Like, like, I know he, I know the dad knew he had to go the hard way to get this, to get what he needed to know. Like the dad almost was like, okay, yeah, go ahead. You think it's something out there for you? You think the grass green on the side. Go on out there and find out what's like that. I promise you, you'll be back. <laughs> you'll be back. Like, and that's what we all have to to realize like man, like don't 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 get so caught up on being right and wrong man just get just get caught up on being a good person, like you know we're gonna always make mistakes, we're gonna always not always you try to limit it you know you're gonna do bad things in life, try to limit your bad things and try to limit the victims of your bad things like you you know you know, you don't really it's gonna be days where and people look at bad things like I'm out here selling drugs or I'm out here killing people. No, a bad thing is just sometimes you just saying talking about somebody behind their back. Sometimes that bad thing is just not letting somebody over in traffic. You don't really understand the effect of one action has on people in life. Like that one person you could have let over in traffic, that'll it'll it'll it'll, it'll pay for because now they might be like, Dang man, I was having a bad day and then with one minute they're trying to get over and somebody had grace and mercy on them and let them over. Like, yeah, man, you can come on over in front of me. Now they are like, dang, okay. All right, had things looking up. Now I got off. Now I got off at my extra right on time. I made the work on time. Now it's like, okay, God, then out. Because you don't even know they were praying for. They could have been praying, God, help me get to work on time. You played their part of God's purpose to let them over. You know what I mean? You was like, okay, so you trying to get over. Come on over. That was mercy you showed them. You didn't have to. You could have like kept, like you didn't even see the turn signal, like how so many of us do. Up, oh, didn't see that turn signal, and keep on shooting past because you got somewhere to go. But a little bit of humility, a little bit of compassion, you're helping God answer their prayers. That's how prayers get answered through good nature people, by people doing God's will. So you help them get to work on time, which is what they're praying for. So now, like, okay, God, appreciate that, God. Okay, let me pray for something else, God. Let me, God, just help me have a good day at work. And then guess what? Instead of The boss, instead of being a, a mean person or, a, you know, how bosses tend to be, he come in like, hey, man, you know, you kind of did a little, uh, you did this paper wrong right here, this uh, report wrong, but I'm going to show you what you did wrong, and then we can fix this and get it still turned in, and no problem, no harm, no foul. So now the, the guy's like, okay, then, man, dang. Appreciate that, boss. That's good looking out, man. And we got it fixed, and everything's all good. And you didn't chastise me or, or write me up and all like that. We got it fixed with no harm. Still doing God's plan, still doing God's purpose. So now he's like, "Okay, God, you answered that prayer." Okay, God, now I'm gonna pray for bigger things. God, help my marriage. And, and you get what I'm saying? It's just a snowball effect. It just keeps going. We just keep on. Once you, once God answers a prayer, you just keep on. You want to pray more? You just keep on saying, "God, okay." It says, "Try and see." Tasting sweet how good God is. Just keep on, keep on, keep on, keep on, keep on trying, God. Keep on testing. I don't like to say testing God, but in a sense, that's really what it is. We're just like, okay, God, you say you'll do this for me. I pray for it. And God, let's see if you'll do it for me. And some, and sometimes God does it. Some, and when God doesn't do it, it's not because you didn't deserve it. It's not because uh, God's just a harsh person. It's because God's like, that's not what I need for you in, in your in your journey right now. That'll come later on. Or that's gonna affect what I'm trying, where I'm trying to take you. I need you to go meet this person, that person, this person, so then you can do this, that, and another. And so, see, you just, and that's why it says just trust God in everything that you do. Just keep praying, keep asking God for more wisdom and understanding and forgiveness. And, man, just grace and mercy. Like, I don't even know what to ask for no more when I talk to God. I just say, God, just guide me, protect me. I pray for people if somebody's going through a situation, but I don't even pray for an outcome situation. I just ask God to give them what they need for according to his will. And I ask God to bless the people around them and help give them the strength and understanding they need to help this situation. So, see, as far as me praying for cars or houses or jobs and that stuff, I don't even know what to ask for for God no more because God has already shown me how how unpredictable this journey is. So I just ask God for strength, wisdom, understanding to keep me focused, help me push through, guide me along this way because I have no idea where I'm going. But I pray to God that he, he helps me get there. And I just enjoy the ride. I'm buckled up and I'm ready to go, you know. so. I hope what I've said to you today just blessed you in some kind of way. You know what I mean? If nothing else, I feel good because I got to talk about God, and that's all I really be wanting to do anyway. So, you know, like I said, keep on praying to God, asking God where he wants you to do and where God wants you to go, and and just trust that it'll happen. Be patient. Be patient and know that it'll happen. Study the Word. Stay in there. Read the Bible whenever you can, or just read the first. Read the Scripture. It don't matter just where you start. It just starts with a conversation. Just start with, hi, God. I need you, God. Lead me, God. And watch what God will do. So this is your boy, the prodigal son. I hope you have a blessed day, a blessed week. Until we meet again, may God continue to bless you, protect you, and uh, let you know everything's going to be all right.